Happy, happy Saturday. Welcome back to Lily Jade Show. I'm your host, DJ Lily Jade. Again, thank you for continuing to tune in on 95.9 FM WLVU. We have a jam-packed show today, and I do not want to waste too much of your time because we have a special guest on the line. But before we start off, make sure you are following me on the Lily Jade Show on social media and all platforms at the Lily Jade Show. But unfortunate, this, but also, this is year two of the Lily Jade Show sock drive. We are still collecting socks and donations for the socks to help donate the less fortune. So, you want to don you want to go if you want to donate go to www.soundtracktothestreets.com or you can donate directly on social media at the Lily Jade show. Next week, we're going to kick off some Black History Month and that's exciting. But every day is Black History Month here at the Lily Jade show. And even better, it's always a girl boss at the Lily Jade Show. My next, my next guest, check both of those boxes. She's a girl boss, and she's making Black History Day daily. Everyone, help me welcome Miss Chappelle Posado. To the Lily J Show. Hi. Hi. Uh, how are you? Hi there, Lily J. I am well. How are you? Good. Good. Very good. I'm very okay. honored to be here. Yeah. I'm very honored to have you. Okay. So well during my prep preparation for the show today. My producer slash my dad <laughs> told me before you got married, your last name was Lily. That is correct. That is correct. So my full name is Chappelle Lily Pisano. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was, I, I'm just like, what? Because I was like, I was happy. I was like, well, I was like, Wow. And I was like confused because I never knew my first name could ever be a last name. Mm. That is so funny because actually yeah. my first name is a lot of people's last names. <laughs> wow. Well, very funny. Very interesting. Fun it's fact. very funny. <laughs> okay. But well, I'm about learning as much as I can from the super girl bosses around me. So tell me your upbringing as a kid. Well, um, so I was born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I currently live in Chicago, um, in the suburbs of Chicago right now. And um, I was brought up in Cleveland Municipal School District. Um, I was fortunate enough to take a lot of honors classes from the time that I was in I think first grade um and i oh, had a so smart <laughs> <laughs> some some people might say that but you know I, I was trying my best to work hard and keep up with a lot of my classmates so i can't well, believe you took an ownership class in first grade though 
Oh, ownership. I mean, it's honors. Honors. Sorry, right. sorry, honor. I no, that's fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, I can't believe you took that class in first grade. Yes. So one of my kindergarten teachers, I used to go to Anthony Wayne and when I was in kindergarten, and I don't think that school exists anymore. It was just up the street from where I used to live. Um, and by the way, uh, from the Woodland Hills area, um, lived on um, Grandview. That's the general area. So lived in Cleveland proper and um, went to Anthony Wayne. And so my kindergarten teacher... Oh yeah, that's exactly right. So I, <laughs> so yes, I um I lived on the same street as your producer for all of my childhood, and um so we so we knew each other from that time. But yes, yeah, so since moved away. But um um but I was happy. My kindergarten teacher um told my mom that I was actually um doing well in as far as reading and math and some of my subjects. And so she told my mom that I needed to get tested and. Um, I was in honors classes all the way through high school. So I was, so I was happy about that. So that was great. But yeah, so, um, so yeah, so I came up through the schools. Um, I got a lot of um, assistance from, you know, the resources that were available to me in Cleveland. I was a part of Upward Bound when I was in high school and um, got really um, familiar with uh, some of the colleges um, that I could attend. One of the colleges that I attended was Kentucky State University is right here. <laughs> um, that's right behind me. Um, and so I was really thankful for that. When I was in school, I was a high stepper. Um, I was a majorette. Um, and then I was also a part of this thing called academic actions. Um, and so it was, it was a really great upbringing. I in, enjoyed my, my life coming up in Cleveland. So, yeah. Well, I see you are a proud graduate of Historical Black College University slash HBCU Kentucky State University receiving a um, Bachelor of Arts degree in accounting with a minor of finance in 2007. And tell us that experience because my mom went to HBCU and I think it was called Grambling State. Yes. And so I'm thankful to hear that your mom was also um, an attendee and alumna of an HBCU. HBCUs are the best institutions, um, in my opinion. So um, I did not really have a whole lot of awareness about historically Black colleges when I was in school. Um, I came up in schools in Cleveland where um, a fair amount of the kids that I went to school with, they looked just like me. So I was thinking, okay, well, maybe I should go to a college where I have a little bit more diversity. But um, I found out that HBCUs not only is it, is it an experience where you really have um, a lot of nurturing from your teachers and, you know, your residence hall um, uh, folks who sort of manage um, your living situation. You also have the experience of being at a, at a historically Black school. It's just a cultural awakening, I think, that takes place when you go to a historically Black school that you can't really find anywhere else. And I think that it definitely prepares you when you start to go into your career. Um, well, mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? So prepares, preparing you for your career? The cultural experience. Sure, okay. So when I think, when I think about the cultural experience, um, one of the things I remember visiting the school for the first time, I was so interested in seeing the band. And so, 
that was a big draw for me. Um, they had a huge band, they had dancers and, you know, they were, they were just very flashy and, and very flamboyant. And so that really attracted me in the first place that is so much good energy and so much familiarity with people that um, understand my background. We have common um, experiences, um, common interests. And so that made a transition to college um, a lot easier for me, for sure. My, my mom, she was part of the band. She played the trombone. It's in the studio right here, but she will never play for us. She's she's in my last interview. She was my interview. She said, go <laughs> look on the DVR. And she doesn't even know what a DVR is. Well, sometimes I have a VCR. A VCR. <laughs> she didn't even know what a VCR is. Oh, the VCR. I don't. I can't even believe you know what a VCR is, uh, Lily, because that's such old technology. I don't. I don't know what a VCR. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so funny. But yeah, I mean, that's that's wonderful. I'm glad. I'm so jealous because I used to love just watching the band and kind of pretending that I was a part of it. Like I knew all their moves and and everything. Um, <laughs> I was a part of our pep squad who like supported the band and sometimes traveled with our band. So it, it was a really great time when I was in college. That's not the only experience. I was a resident hall assistant. I was, you know, someone who helped manage and, and get uh, kids, uh, freshmen acclimated into the residence hall. I worked at our bookstore. I, um, I was also a tutor. I tutored accounting and English and I was part of like our business club and, you know, just got myself into a lot of things, including our student government association, where I was uh, ultimately the treasurer of our executive board when I was a senior in college. Mm -hmm. So I had a great time in college. So I'm it's lots for you to look forward to, whether or not you decide to go to an HBCU or if you decide to go elsewhere. But I'm holding the trombone right here. <laughs> I know, I just noticed that got into the frame. <laughs> We're, we're, we're the kind of family who plays an instrument. Um, really? So what instrument do you play? Um, guitar, I, um, DJ, um, guitar, and piano. Wow. That is impressive. So impressive. I never and, learned to play an instrument. Wow. And then my sister, she's learning how to play drums. And while the instrument that my dad plays, he also DJs. Fantastic. I mean, that is definitely a huge talent. You're providing you know, music. <laughs> yeah. So you're a licensed, certified public accountant. Okay. I'm sure that's great and all, but help me and my audience and out and explain that. I mean, I won't be eight like for a few more months, like nay, four more, four more months. Okay. So, I, I won't be eight for those few months. Got it. <laughs> so, I'm happy to explain. So, I went to, when I went to college, I studied in accounting. And that's something that I wasn't really, again, familiar with until there was a company that came to my high school and told us about accounting careers and told us about all the, the fun and exciting things that you could do. You could go and work for an accounting firm and you can travel all over the country or maybe sometimes internationally and work on um, you know, financial matters for different big companies. And so that was something that was really um, interesting to me. I wanted to do some traveling and uh, this sounded like a really great opportunity. 
I was always kind of okay at math. I was never like fantastic at math. People always think that, um, you know, accountants are, but um, it's more about following rules um, in accounting. So once I got some information about a career in accounting, I pursued it and I majored in that in college. Um, and then once I graduated, I went on to become a, um, a, or obtain my master's of accounting, a master's of science of accounting at the University of Notre Dame. And so after that, I went and I became a certified public accountant. And so what that means is that I am in a position where I can um, be considered a financial statement expert. I am familiar with how to audit financial statements, how to compile financial statements for companies. I'm also familiar with the laws around how to do that, um, as well as how businesses work and how that would relate to um, putting together a set of financial statements. And um, so that is a, that's a really important role that companies have. Um, you know, there's a lot of companies who have not done so well um, with regard to, you know, their performance in, um, at the, I guess, for various reasons, you know, due to fraud or due to just people who don't know about how to manage financial information. And when you have a certified public accountant in those positions, that's really showing that you are going to make sure that you have the proper, um, the proper uh, individual in place to make sure that they can manage that effectively. Um, so it's a, it's a really hard test. It's a test that you have to take, it has four parts and it, you have to have it all done within 18 months. And um, when you do that, you take care of the test. You have to take an ethics exam after that to make sure that you're not doing something that's, you know, morally improper in some way. And then you get a license to do that. And so a lot of companies look for that when they are hiring accountants. And it's a great career to have. There's lots of opportunities um, for people to um, just have a great life, um, have steady work. Um, every company always needs an accountant. So it's a great place to kind of focus attention if someone is going to college. Lots of careers in accounting and finance. So it's about money? <laughs> if you want to break it down like that, sure. <laughs> well, it is. Speaking of money, I did a math project like that. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was a math art project. So we would have a rough draft. It was white, and they would tell us everything that we would do. Like, picture in the middle of us. Um, You know, it looks like real money. With our ages, um, a bottom tells us how old we are with our dollars. I, Of course, I put seven, but we made that up because there's no $7 bill. Um, we wrote our name what month we were born in and then we did a special code like it told it was the um see if mine was may it started with an m then the day of my birthday the 20th mm -hmm. then the year i was born 2014 and then the end of may the um word may why and then you got you you got the um project Oh, well, fantastic. And so that, you found that to be enjoyable? You like doing that type of work? Yes. Okay. <laughs> What's in, what inspires you? 
that's a good question. Um, so I think I would say that what inspires me is um, considering how I was able to use some of the tools that were available to me and actually make something of my, my life, I, I suppose you could say. Because I was born and, and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. I had the benefit of having a two-parent household, which is great. And I know that you have the, the same, which is wonderful. Um, but I know that there's a lot of people who don't have those same circumstances, privilege, um, to be able to you know, make a success out of their lives or just do something great and productive in the world in general. Because success is measured in a lot of different ways, not necessarily how much money you make, but, you know, in a lot of ways, the, the impact that you're able to make. So what inspires me is just knowing the potential of my being able to actually bring people up and to, you know, help the next person. Um, I'm not necessarily in a position where I'm influencing everything and I can control a, a situation. I just want to be able to be in the position where I can help somebody. Like that's what really inspires me. Okay. Tell me if I read this right. Mm -hmm. You're in AKA just like my mom? Oh no, I am not. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, well, but thank you ever all the ladies of Apple Valley are lovely, but no. <laughs> Because I, I thought you were because my mom is an AKA, my principal's an AKA. I mean, my vice principal. And also, we saw the flyer that you were an AKA, but I cannot get away. Oh, so no, I think that that was, that was actually for a financial literacy session that I uh, did maybe about a year and a, about a year, a little over a year ago. So no, but that was for the women um, of the sorority um, about a year and a half ago. But no, not a member. <laughs> Good thing I asked, because I don't want them coming for us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think there was some controversy about that, about a very popular TV show <laughs> just recently. So. Okay, yeah. enough with the questions. Okay. Let's do something fun. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so when it's turn-up time, what are you listening to? Because I'm going to play them in the mix. Oh, Okay. So I am a huge fan of anything 90s R&B or 90s hip hop. Wow. All of that. <laughs> so if you ever named a song that came out in the 90s and it was R&B or, you Older know. music? I'm sorry? Yes. Like old people music? Yes, exactly. And I will accept that. I'm okay. <laughs> yes, old people music. I'm one of those people. But yeah, so. I think that one of the my favorite songs to listen to when it's turn up time <laughs> is um, probably "Hypnotized" by Notorious B.I.G. Okay, that's, that's the one. Well, like, what's the song that you play before like a big, and I mean big meeting? Hmm, a big meeting. Um. Well, usually before a big meeting, I'm working to try to, you know, have some calm energy, some really positive thoughts, uh, really guide, you know, the way that I frame my my wording and just kind of the tone of the meeting. So a lot of times I listen to some gospel music or something like that. So one of my favorite uh, gospel songs is probably 
um, some one that you probably already heard of, but it's called The God in Me by Mary Mary. That's like one of my favorite gospel songs. Okay. So me and my family love this game. Like, love, love. We almost play it every dinner. That's it's cool. called Bye Felicia. It's super fun, and I wanted to play it with you. Okay, very good. But how it goes, we're going to do just the go round. That's fast round. So we're going to have to guess together. And then when the timer stops, we're going to get. So I'm going to say category. Then we're both going to have to guess. But if it's wrong, we're going to have to say bye, Felicia. Okay. Okay. Noted. I got it. I'm going to shuffle. <laughs> okay. Aisle parts. Hmm. You got name, aisle parts, but engine. Oh, so I have to name some. How many do I have to name? Just, just back and forth. Engine. Got it. Okay. Um, uh, 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 wheel. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> um, batteries. Head headlight. Mhm. Mm Let's see. What else is up my car there? Bye, Felicia. You are. <laughs> <laughs> My Felicia. Name people named Jennifer. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Garner. Dude, I don't even know anybody else named Jennifer Hudson besides Jennifer Hudson. Bye, Felicia. Lost again. Bye, Felicia. Uh, <laughs> something that rhymes with the word cat. Hat. Bat. Sat. Um, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Uh, sat. Or did you say that already? I already said that already. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. I don't know why that was hard. <laughs> Last one, even though we have like no problem. Made with corn, popcorn. Flavor of popcorn? What? No, she didn't hear the question. Oh, yes. made oh. with corn, popcorn. Oh, um, elote. What is elote? <laughs> <laughs> Cornbread. Um, um. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take it. I can't even think of what it won. <laughs> bye, Felicia. It's bye, Felicia, for me, and that, and that's okay. Two, two. We got to break down the tie. We got um. Hold on, I dropped one. Parts of a bicycle, a wheel, pedal, 
A steering wheel. Um, spokes. Uh, um, the C. Handlebars. I already said that. But you, what did you say? Did you say? I said um steering wheel. Oh, it's the steering wheel. <laughs> it's still, it's steering. But the steering wheel is for a car. It's there. It's there. It's there. It's there. It's there. But thanks for coming on today. Yes, it is, again, my absolute pleasure. I'm so thankful this for the opportunity. <laughs> but this was really fun, and how can we follow you? Yeah, so you can follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram at Joan Betty. That's J-O-A-N underscore B as in boy, E-T-T-Y. And also um, on you can follow me on Facebook, most likely. <laughs> um, you can find me Chappelle Lily Pisano. <laughs> That's all. Oh, and yeah. LinkedIn, obviously, as well. Those are the three social media platforms that I use most commonly. Okay. But thank you very much. Thank you, Lily. I appreciate you. I'm so actually really, really impressed but, with you and your professionalism. But don't, but don't